Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Cynthia Hyatt is a Christian psychotherapist specializing in trauma therapy, couples, relationships, and personal development. She is passionate about your life and is here to encourage, teach, and inspire you to be your own best version. Find her online at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Now, with today's fresh insights, Cynthia Hyatt. Well, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, and you are listening to Conversations with Cynthia. And I've been talking to you the last couple of days about this amazing guest that we are having today. This is Sergei Rakhuba. I'm hoping I said that right. I've been practicing it. Oh, good. Thank you. And he is the president of Mission Eurasia, which was formerly Russian Ministries. And and prior to this, he served as the vice president of Russian Ministries and overseeing the ministries in the former Soviet Union. So he's originally from uh, Ukraine and later moved to Moscow. And now he's lived here in Wheaton, Illinois, since 2010. So this is really exciting because what they are now doing, what uh, Mission Eurasia is doing, is they are really practicing church leadership in Russia, and the involvement is going back to the earliest days where Sergei is uniquely positioned to serve as the president leading this ministry throughout the countries of Eurasia. And part of what they are doing is working uh, around the event of the World Cup. And, Sergey, kind of give us this idea of what you guys are doing with the World Cup right now. Cynthia, thank you so much, and it's, it's an honor to be on your show. And thank you for the opportunity to share with your listeners what God is doing in yes. Russia these days. And uh, as you already mentioned, so that Russia is hosting this World Cup FIFA Games uh, for the next four weeks uh, in their nation. And, uh, you know, despite of all some of the recent challenges that the uh, Russian church experienced due to the new regulations that posted by the uh, Russian government on limiting their mission activity outside of the church, so the evangelical leaders working in a partnership with uh, uh, a few other groups like Mission Eurasia, and Mission Eurasia is spearheading this strategy, we thought to use this opportunity of World Cup to invite people to the registered churches that is still legal so that people can can invite people to their uh, events so that they can organize within their premises of the registered churches and they would turn these buildings their church buildings into viewing centers community viewer centers where they will organize special events entertainment uh, viewing together with people from community uh, this uh, World Cup games, but also offer them an opportunity when they share their faith with them, they share the gospel, share testimonies, but most important, so we prepared 600,000 copies of all different design uh, uh, kind of scriptures that target all different segments of the society uh, age-wise that will be placed into the hands of these people that come to view these games together with believers in their churches. So we thought this World Cup still, despite of challenges that uh, Russia is going in terms of religious freedom these days, so the evangelical church decided to use this opportunity, remaining opportunity, to still bring the gospel uh, to so much uh, people that are so much hungry uh, or uh, longing, you know, for for encouragement in uh, in their nation 
and uh, I think it's incredible. incredible I, I think, it, I think it's brilliant. It, it's yeah. really what it's doing is it's helping the Russian people that would otherwise never come to a church to have a reason to come and get and, and start to feel comfortable inside a church building and around Christians. Yeah, sure. And the young people who, you, you know, there is an issue within the Russian uh, church culture, if I can say, Cynthia, so that older people, they would see the building that's the, uh, according to their uh, long history of Christianity, Orthodox Christianity. So buildings sometimes regarded that they are a subject of also uh, reverence, if I can say, yes, or, or yes. worship. But the young people, they see this opportunity and they help the older generation also to get to embrace this new strategy and help people uh, from the community to cross this uh, kind of invisible line when they... Back in the Soviet Union, I remember it was just planted in the mind of people, you know, so that fear don't go to churches uh, because something uh, bad can happen, you know, the sectarians, you know, so they will do something bad to you. But now, you know, the young people, they help to eliminate this invisible line, and they eliminate the fear, and with uh, a joy and uh, uh, excitement, you know, so they invite people from the community to come and share time with believers in their churches. And so these church buildings, they become not just the buildings just for worship, but for outreach now, and people in the community seeing this opportunity, so they open up their minds and hearts and uh, come to this uh, events, you know, will will spend time, you know, will make relationships, I mean, uh, build new relationships. That's where the as we say, the uh, kingdom conversation will strike. You know, so it's and, really, it's really quite uh, amazing. It's you know, yeah. you really get this idea that God is bound by nothing. He can do anything. Amen. He yeah, can use uh, anything, yeah. and he can use anyone. Yeah. It's, and, it's, it, how, well, what is what has the excitement been like? Have you been? What have you been seeing? Oh, I mean, the I mean, the uh, the games just started. Right. The, I mean, the the first game got kicked off on. Uh, uh, right after the opening ceremony last Thursday, and Russia is roaring with its excitement for victory over uh, Saudi Arabia, <laughs> and uh, you know, so that's what they—that's what they like to see. But uh, you know, there are a few more games happened, and over the last weekend, we've seen how much excitement. But this outreach, yes. you know, we planned will happen, you know, just within the church premises. But we already see it's going out, you know, so that they started in churches, but it already run, you know, so some uh, community uh, soccer uh, tournaments, you know, spontaneously started where our young people are prepared to share the gospel with teenagers, you know, with youth, you know, with families. And we see there's so much excitement already that is rolling uh, kind of, uh, you know, with a the momentum there. And the churches uh, are open, excited about these opportunities, and we already see so many people uh, join these events, and that's where the uh, 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 so the God is working, you know, yes. on 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 breaking into into their hearts. <laughs> Although they think they live in the uh, in in the Christian nation, but they have not heard the true gospel yet. And this is what it's all about. You know, we like it's to amazing. use this. If this opportunity to present 600,000 copies of Scripture placed into the hands of people, and we believe about 3 million 
people uh, will be introduced to the gospel, will be impacted by the gospel. And I know that many lives will be transformed uh, forever, and the nation will start embracing the gospel again, true gospel of uh, Jesus Christ. Amen to that. So how is the Russian government responding now? Uh, do they so understand? Far, do they understand what they got into? <laughs> uh, sure, you, you understand. You know, so that this is the whole world has its eyes, you know, on yes, Russia today. Yes. Every and they are so careful. You probably followed. You know, mm-hmm. so there was uh, some. Uh, uh, they Russians, you know, quickly wanted to see it as a as a terror attack. You know, but there is a representative of uh, the Central Asian community, a taxi driver. Uh, ran into a large crowd in Moscow, right. uh, so it kind of you know stirred up some some uh, concerns. Uh, there are a few other incidents happened, but overall there is a huge excitement in Russia, and uh, of course you know since it's a more kind of a global yes, uh, event, you know with the <laughs> global communities involved, uh, the local government as much as they probably wanted to limit somebody of getting involved <laughs> in exactly. this outreach. They can't. So, uh, and that's why we want the, uh, your listeners, you know, the whole believers, uh, I mean, the family in the world, to pray for the evangelical church in Russia so that as this opportunity is used to its full extent so that they can uh, share the gospel with as many people as they can. Uh, That is great, and I will encourage uh, all through our social media for people to be praying for this event. I do want to know, how did this idea come about? How did you guys come up with this? Uh, You see, Cynthia, we've worked in Russia uh, for a long time, and uh, I, as you already mentioned that, (laughs) so I was born (laughs) in that part of the world, was raised there, was, uh, I mean, grew up in the Christian family, got involved in ministry. I remember, you know, the time when the glasnost perestroika, actually freedom came uh, to our nation, and that's when the freedom to share the gospel we enjoyed, you know, for so long. And uh, so then since recent years, uh, you probably followed some political events and the current government in Russia uh, enjoying that uh, close relationship with the historic a church that all of the sudden, you know, wanted to get all the control in the religious field in their nation, enjoying uh, over a thousand years of its history there in Russia. So then they started limiting mission organizations, evangelical groups, uh, seeing that as a more foreign influence onto their nation. And this new law that uh, uh, they posted last uh, last year, that's called the Yaravaya Package Law, that limits the churches just to their worshiping activities, you know, within their uh, church premises. So we working then with the national churches and been involved for a long time in leadership training. We thought, why don't we train people? You know, so despite of even this new challenges that this law brings onto evangelical uh, church, there we help them to develop a strategy uh, so that they can still be effective and seize this as an opportunity that's hugely mobilized 
polarized than the especially the next generation within these evangelical churches. We provide a training, we put together the strategy. This is not just Mission Eurasia. We always enjoy uh, strategic partnerships, we say, in, in God's work. And we did spearhead that, you know, our national team, our uh, international team was, of course, involved. But national church is taking the leadership in all of this. We just provide strategies and provide resources for them to implement the strategy. And these 600 copies of uh, uh, differently designed uh, scripture and scripture-based literature that will be distributed uh, uh, during this uh, course of four, four weeks, uh, this is all provided by generous uh, supporters, partners from U.S., Canada, uh, national partners, and I see it as uh, a great opportunity for to build the more closer partnerships, strategic partnerships that uh, advances the gospel in the nation of Russia that needs a lot more uh, transformation due to its moral state of the society, since uh, if I can mention yes, that. Indeed. And uh, Russia today is, uh, uh, despite of, they, uh, like Vladimir Putin, who wants to raise the national uh, pride, you know. So uh, there's very little said about that Russia has one of the fastest-growing rates in HIV-AIDS. Alcoholism is just raging through communities. The suicide rate is taking the third... Uh, among teenagers take this uh, probably uh, third place in the world, and etc. So Russia My needs goodness. the gospel. Yes, indeed. And we believe so that any opportunity, and especially opportunities like this, uh, like World Cup represents, you know, when millions of people are focused on these games, we offer them to uh, to achieve a new victory victory in Christ, you know, yes. so that will transform uh, their lives, communities, uh, their nation forever. And that's what we're so grateful that God provides this uh, uh, ideas, you know, so that he guides us through the process. He draws us all together. I'm talking about the right, mission organizations right. that are involved and gives the National Church another incredible opportunity to share the gospel in their, in their nation. So what would, how, you know, this is quite an endeavor to take on spiritually and politically and socially. What has been the pushback? I mean, this is, must have been also a, an amazing amount of effort on your parts. Yeah, we, we had to, of course, you know, we had to form the leadership committee, you right. know, so there, and there is a committee of different, uh, uh, that represented by different organizations, national denominational leaders into that. So then we have to organize the prayer movement. You right. know, without prayer we cannot do anything. So and this prayer mobilize prayer movement or prayer groups, you know, that started in all these locations where outreach was uh, 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 scheduled uh, mm -hmm. to to take place. So the churches get involved in at least praying for this, you know, and praying for people that will come, praying for the details praying for authorities uh, so that they will not do anything in order to prevent or stop this uh, outreach. And it definitely united people into a larger kind of movement uh, 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 situation. And uh, we had to raise resources, of course. We yes. still are a little short, you know, are finishing uh, printing the last portion of 100,000 copies of New Testaments that is, uh, should be finalized this week and will be shipped, you know, farther to all the 
places in uh, in uh, Russia. But uh, uh, God, you know, we see this in the midst of all of this uh, um, kind of uh, uh, moves this all uh, <laughs> us uh, to each other, you know. Right. So and uh, so pr- providing an opportunity to bring the gospel to. Well, you know, it's it's interesting using a a sporting event because sporting events, if your team wins, individuals get to feel this feeling of hope, you know, that and hope is when hope is deferred that, you know, the soul perishes. And so you're kind of using this event to give the Russian people real hope, which is hope in, in God. Sure. And that is so necessary for people to live and to prosper that they have to have hope. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. It's it's quite um, astounding what is happening. How can how can my listeners help? Is there places they can donate if they'd like to? What can they pray for? Oh, thank you so much, Cynthia, for the opportunity. You know, so uh, uh, to talk to your listeners about this, and I would hugely appreciate if anyone who listens now would uh, would first of all, you know, of course, to pray so that uh, uh, that uh, this uh, large outreach event. Uh, that we uh, uh, put together, you know, working with the National Church will go successfully. And if people like to donate to continue supporting this, there is a website, and that's very simple, missioneurasia.org or missioneurasia.org, and there is an option, you know, so where you can read more about this event, you know, about what's taking place. We will be posting more updates and reports, what, uh, how this outreach is going across nation, and we'll be posting more prayer requests, and we definitely would hugely how, how much How much resistance are you getting? Are you getting any? Yeah, we got some, you know, already in some provinces, and then one of the, I don't want to mention this right. uh, city, but it was already kind of getting in the local news there when local authorities uh, stopped, you know, people going to churches because... Uh, uh, I mean, uh, there was event organized because some of the materials was printed was not approved by the local uh, uh, authority, which uh, didn't have uh, to be approved, and it kind of caused some uh, some um, uh, tensions, you know, in there, and so they decided to uh, kind of to postpone, you know, so the 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 uh, that gathering was scheduled already. Uh, but you know this is one one of the incidents overall you know so we see openness in the community uh and the uh, communities across nation and we see so much enthusiasm that the church is uh is involved you know in doing this you know for seeing a lot more um uh, success uh, Absolutely. You know, in this. Yeah. As a, so so what are you doing next Sergey this was a big one what are you going to do next you know, we do lots of things across the former Soviet Union. Our main focus, as already uh, mentioned uh, uh, today, Cynthia, is to train the next generation of leaders for the evangelical church, leaders that will see the strategic opportunity for missions like this one and will con- convert it and, and capitalize on it, you know, for so that they can develop the program and uh, uh, help the church to get connected, you know, with the uh, hurting society, community, and their nations. Our main motto is train to lead, equip to serve. We train national leaders uh, to see these opportunities strategically and equipping them with resources and tools so that they can use to share the gospel with their nations. 
And the next one, you know, I'll, when we are working on this World Cup outreach uh, uh, program, we're already lining uh, up uh, about 120 different summer camps in uh, the countries of the former Soviet Union. That includes not just Russia, Ukraine, which is still unfortunately uh, uh, is in a state of war between, I mean, with Russia. Or Moldova, you know, the countries yes. of Central yes. Asia, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan. And that's our summer practicum outreach program for the students of this school called School Without Walls, focused on uh, training the next generation leaders for churches. They will use this summer to reach to out their uh, hurting communities, uh, reaching out to the children in communities or, through organizing the summer Bible camps. And then you know, many other programs that uh, will be organized throughout the uh, uh, countries of the former Soviet Union. It's quite, um, it's quite remarkable. You must be, you must be tired. You, you're doing tremendous amounts of things. Uh, you know what? I haven't thought about that, Cynthia. <laughs> I, I do this, I, exactly. I do the same thing. When I'm really doing God's work, it is so energizing. And it just this is just moving, you know. And I don't want to waste any minutes, you know. I don't want to, you know, for. <laughs> and I, when we exactly. see the opportunity, and all my colleagues, you know, are like that. You know, we see the opportunity, we want to capitalize on it right away, because it's a God-giving opportunity. We want to, we don't want to wait till we are not tired, you know, or so, yes. <laughs> or till we are getting tired. <laughs> but uh, we're so grateful, and uh, thank you so much, Cynthia. For well, I'm so yeah. glad that you are willing to just take some time with us out of your, you know, your schedule, because I think it's important that Americans hear some really good things. Our, you know, our country struggles with a lot of emotional contention right now. And, you know, as Christians, we don't always get to hear how much God is moving in the entire world and to hear that God is really moving all the way across Eurasia, especially here in Russia, and what he is doing, just really doing some healing for people. And when you told me the uh, statistics of suicide and alcoholism and HIV and AIDS, I appreciate you telling me that because that's something that we can really pray for. There's some real healing that needs to come to your country in that manner. So I, I am very impressed and very excited for what this is going to do and what the outcome is going to be. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Yeah. Well, this has been very, um, very fun, and I will make sure that, that people know that, uh, listeners, please make sure that you visit missioneurasia.org and see if there's something that you can help with, something that you can donate, some any types of funds that you can send their way. And really be praying for this country uh, when they're having young people that are suiciding that to that degree. And we have alcoholism and HIV and AIDS. That's, that really is one of the ways the enemy just eradicates societies. And so really make sure that you hold them up in your prayers. And again, so spell out the um, website one more time for me, Sergey. It's Mission Eurasia, one word, missioneurasia.org. Perfect. Well, stay on the air because I want to um, talk to you for a few minutes when we're done. And listeners, make sure that you also send this to your friends, that you spend time and that you tell your friends about what's going on in Russia and the World Cup. And that while you're watching the World Cup, that you remember to pray for Russia 
and know that they are really needing your prayers and needing your outreach. And so, Sergey, is there anything that we can pray for you personally if you want to share? Yes, we just pray that God provides, uh, you know, all needed in terms of, you know, leadership wisdom, you know, so when we... run this program now and pray for my staff, but pray for me personally that God provides enough encouragement so that we continue doing this when the gospel is spread and we have enough resources. All right. Thank you. Well, let me pray for you really quickly, and then I'm going to talk to you off air. Father, thank you for this time and for Sergei. God, we ask that your spirit would be covering everything that he is doing, thinking, saying. You'd protect his family physically, emotionally, financially, Lord, that your your will would be done in this country and all through Eurasia. And God bless him. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Make sure you check out the website at CynthiaHyatt.com. Send this podcast to your friends. To hear today's program again or to share it with someone else, please go online, CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Conversations with Cynthia is heard daily at 3 p.m. and 12 noon every Sunday on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Follow Cynthia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Cynthia Hyatt. Until next time, remember, be your own best version. Yeah.